1: Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
0: Hey, Alex. Hey, Nick. Dude. Uh, yeah. So
3: I want to keep this so light and happy, but I do have to say, uh, you know, a, a certain a certain grand jury came out today
0: and said some stuff oh, we're just jumping right in huh i gotta this is say like where i come this is my safe space to come to like get away from <laughs> from the from the madness of the world stuff like that from the yeah. madness of everything
3: yeah 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 here's the thing i'm not gonna say any names i'm not gonna i'm not even we're gonna we don't even you don't have into, to you don't have to i don't want to go into detail about it we don't have to talk about it any more than i'm saying now but i do want to say uh not enough not enough let's maybe hold people accountable for their actions and not just let you know People get away with murder. Let's not do that.
0: Like, let's not yeah, do that. I don't know. Let's let's not do that. I mean, everything that's going to be leading up through through November is about it's about to get real. I mean, it's been dark, but it's about to it's about to get real weird. I real, think. but you but you know you know what the thing
3: the thing that I do get does give me hope is I check my I check my feed and like people. Granted, you know your feed is curated to whatever you want to see, but I have seen so many people just just with such a, a good force and the good, uh, hope and putting knowledge out there and putting info out there. Our guest today is definitely one of those people. Uh, but I, I, that, that has given me hope, but I just, I just have to make space for that because you know, when people ask me how my day is going so often, I just say, Oh yeah, it's a good day today. I'm pissed, but I'm like happy to be here. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And I can hold both in, in space.
0: You know, that is my, my complexity as an artist. That I can do that. Your complexity as an artist. So, if, if as an artist you could sum all these feelings up into one word, what would it be? Fuck! Little justice. Little justice. Little justice. Fuck yeah! <laughs> I was kind of hoping you'd say vote. <laughs>
3: Oh, God. Welcome, welcome, welcome to <laughs> Little Justice. This thing we do. I am Nick Walker.
0: I'm Alex Smolo. <laughs> oh,
3: Sometimes you just got to give a, a just a general yell <laughs> just to get just it out. Shout it out. Just yep. shout
0: it out, you know, and
3: and hope that hope that we can edit it in post. But uh, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. We are so glad to be here talking movies with you today and we are so glad about today because we have a guest who um, truly I have wanted to get this man on this podcast for a long long time he is a friend he's an amazing actor an incredible person really and uh, is just a light in the lives of so many Brandon Routh get on in here how you doing silence oh and and Oh no. <laughs> Did you just introduce me and I d- my Wi Fi cut out?
2: Just <laughs> as you were me. It's good. It's brilliant. You totally you started the wind up and I started <laughs> to hear these nice things and then
3: it just went a, a
0: dead beautiful air. climax. Dead and air. then I heard,
3: thought I heard a drum roll finally. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was it was perfect. That's exactly how this should go. It's 2020. This is it. <laughs> this is how it should dude. How are you doing, man? Oh, you're doing all
0: right, you know, one day at a time. Yep. One yep, day, one at, a day at a time. That's what we're saying. That's all you can really do. Uh, all you moment. can really <laughs> do.
3: Yeah, 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 yeah. No, uh, this 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 man. If you don't know this man, um, then you guys have not been paying attention because he has been everywhere in the world. Uh, Scott Pilgrim, Legends of Tomorrow, uh, just, uh, more TV shows than I can count. Perhaps the thing that 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 means the most to me, and I will tell why in a second. Because Brandon, I've actually never told you the story, uh, is that this man came onto the scene as Superman. Uh, and Superman returns, um, and uh, blew us all away. Um, really, 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 really incredible performance, and probably. Um one just just one of the i i honestly and i will say this and i will hold myself to this one of the best versions of superman that's ever been on on a screen just kindness <laughs> just kindness and that's that's what we that's love very kind of you thank you no it, it's the truth man it's the truth uh so we are just so happy to have him on but yeah dude day at a time it's pretty crazy um so yeah what have what have you been doing <laughs> with your quarantine yeah, what you up to? <laughs> uh
2: well i've been letting my hair grow um Love it. and so you know maybe i'm at my my longest hair growth that's that's been exciting but i'm ready to probably get it cut but um you know that 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 means going out into the world and uh, currently yep. we're we're pretty much uh we've been quarantined for quite a while we obviously go out and have some exercise time but we've done our job as best we can to to stay out of the out of the way and uh help this thing to to not to blow over but um to, to, to get, get through, through it, it get the other um, a lot of talks, <laughs> a lot of a lot of social. Uh, you know, we're all we're all here together. So we have a uh, Courtney and I, uh, have an eight-year-old son now, Leo, who's a big fan of Nick's. Um, and, uh, and hi, talking Leo, about uh, all that and his his wonderful, amazing performances. Burr. And and so we've been talking a lot about what's going on in the world. Uh, so that's been positive, but also scary.
0: Yeah, I mean, what's, what's that like? I'm, I'm super curious with, with a young child. Cause I, I have friends with, with kids like around that age, maybe a little younger, a little older, but like, w- what's it been like just trying to explain what is oh, going man. on? Um, you know, he's very, he picks up things, uh,
2: very easily in, in tone. And, and, you know, if, if we're not in a, if we're in a funk. Or we read some news. He just hears, almost like he feels our emotional shift. He's like, "What? What's going on?" And so we mm. often have a lot of conversations. And we, you know, before this, we did our best to talk about things that are important in in the in the world, and discrimination, and and sexism, and and racism, and all of these things that are challenges that humanity is dealing with. But now it's it's thrust into the forefront, and so you know, talking about first started about talking about COVID and, and not wanting to frighten him, not making him think that he's in danger. So it's giving him knowledge, but knowing, letting him know that he's still safe and that we are going to take care of him, I think is kind of um, the thrust. And, and Courtney is really great about knowing how to manage these conversations. So I usually just, I, <laughs> I follow her lead. Um, so it's like telling them, no, that this, this thing is happening. It's affecting a lot of people and it is dangerous, but, but you're safe because children have a much better job of, of fighting and aren't getting sick as often. And, and we're doing everything we can by staying home and wearing masks when we go out to, uh, to do our best to, to keep ourselves safe. So you keep it short and sweet, yep. but you do have to give them the, the, the truth to a degree. It's when you hide the truth especially for Leo because he's very good at sussing out when you're hiding something. Um, if you can give him enough of a truth about it, then he can make sense of it because it's when kids can't make sense of an experience that they come up with their own idea and understanding. Um, that gets into a whole other thing of of like unconscious memories (laughs) that we have, uh, childhood trauma that, that, our parents didn't explain yep. when some right. big event happened in our lives. They didn't explain what was happening in a way that we could understand. So we've made up our own, our own story, which is often wrong.
0: Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's going to be a whole generation of kids. Sorry to cut you off there. Um, no, no. It, where like, he, this is just at, at that moment in his life where he's supposed to be going, you know, kind of breaking away a little bit to start socializing and being away from the parents and the home during the day. And like, Getting sort of that outward thing, and now suddenly it's it's a long term period of being being back in. I'm sure that's that's got to be uh, confusing. I'm his playmate.
2: <laughs> I, I'm his. I'm his. I'm his major playmate at this point, And mom, you could
0: have worse playmates. No, yeah. I know. So it's it's me. It's
2: me letting loose and letting yeah. go. And yeah,
0: is you know, it is that fun for you? I, it's
2: it's an experiment. You know, I, I got to tell you, it's uh, being a parent is that is continual letting go um, of a lot of things, but yeah, you know, I have to, w- the big thing now is, is, um, he just got a switch for his eighth birthday. We finally got that. Okay. Yes. So he's, he's, he loves Mario brothers, the original Mario brothers. And so he's the super Mario maker too. So he's been making all kinds of super Mario levels and he's played many of the super Mario games. So we go to the park or just on a walk and we're imagining fighting Koopas and Bowser and <laughs> oh, Spiny's and all these things. So he's making it up and I'm just following behind him you know i he, were running he's like run up left right dodge <laughs> and i realized after a couple of days of doing this that he wasn't looking behind me so i didn't have to do all the dodging and <laughs> shifting i could just run behind him it's, um, it's a cheat code you got a cheat code yeah yeah, yeah. but then i realized actually code. i needed to get a workout so maybe i should
3: be doing those <laughs> things
2: it's like the only brilliant, workout i'm getting funny. so
3: brilliant no, but this is the thing that I definitely want to say. And, uh, you know, it, you since I have met you, man, you you have always led with such a positive honesty. And it really is. You know, I think, I, you know, having gotten to hang out with you and your and your amazing family, it is absolutely this thing of of just being real. But also, again, I just got to say kindness. um, And and that that actually leads me into kind of my not even question, but I just I just I'm I really got to prop you up, dude, because So, you know, for those of you who listen in from time to time, I I did do a show called Hamilton and I was on the road with the show for two years. Mm -hmm. And those two years were incredibly fulfilling and rewarding. And I got to do amazing things and uh, meet amazing people. But it was also incredibly, incredibly lonely Um, and especially as Burr. You, you know, my show is my life. So I'm, I'm, you know, everything I'm doing in the day is about those three hours at night or in, you know, the matinee. So we met really randomly, I think, because you were, uh, it was, it was uh, honestly because of Leo. Yeah. Yeah because because leo uh, i mean he, he, leo was at the stage door and saw you know and was just like being amazing i think he was dressed up like like was that when he was dressed up like he had like a yes. little i think you seem to remember like a cravat yes we of, made of we kind. made it
2: we made a cravat out of something courtney i think it was her slip i think it was like it a, was broom. something or a blouse it was, uh,
3: what is a cravat <laughs> oh if you don't know buddy then you need to know because it's i it's, guess i'll got you. it's a frilly <laughs> Are you <quoting> Hamilton now? <laughs> no He's it's back. not even it's a frilly it's like a. it's the it's like the little frilly uh, oh things that, that thing. hang down in front yeah, yeah. for the bow tie um and yes yes before the before the the, the bow tie the jabot gotcha. is, is what's also called the you know whatever but it was brilliant this kid looked amazing and and was like wearing this fine like like almost like like velour, velvet, red velvet, jacket. Red, red velvet. velvet. Jacket. <laughs> oh my God. It was so awesome. And I was like, yo, this kid is amazing. And then his father walks up and I'm like, wow, I know this man. <laughs> um and and but also was just the kindest man. And we I I, I we I think we just ended up staying in touch after yeah. that. Because then when the show came to Des Moines, I don't think we exchanged numbers, but I, but Twitter, I think it was
2: Twitter or something. I, I Twitter. Started, yes. Or, or Instagram or something. We reached out and found each other.
3: Oh, no, no. Dude, it's beautiful. So Des Moines, uh, uh, the, the reason, bringing this this story to to a close, um, you were so kind. You brought, you brought the family back. You came to see the show again. And then you, if, and I hope it's okay that I say this, you took, my cast out for dinner which was so kind of you it's a big cast it's a bit and it was it was about 10 it was, a big I, think, dinner. I think it was about like 10 or 10 or 12 of us that we just went out and like it was just like this restaurant that you i don't know i don't know how you what you did what you said <laughs> what you you know but like you set that set that up and and i and i got i tell you this because for two reasons number one because you know again we're we're on the road and we're getting paid good money to do a good show and we're having fun but like to, ha- to be taken care of by people is something that it means a lot to us every city we go to to have that kindness, um, especially because Des Moines specifically was such a good city uh for us where like you know i that was like the Yankee doodle pop yeah. city that was like all these cool things that happened in that city and but but just that and then on top of that, I will say uh, and this is this is when we get a little mushy so i'm gonna I'm gonna be real with you um so when <laughs> i you talk about stories from your past. Uh, my brother, this is gonna, it's gonna get really dark, but it's gonna get much lighter. My brother, uh, was put in jail when I was 16, uh, 17. Um, and the day that we found out that he would be in there for a long, long time, the day that his, uh, that his verdict came down, my mom, it was just my mom and me. And she took us to the movie theater and we saw Superman oh, returns. Wow. And it it truly, and I'm and I, I I swear I swear to goodness, man. And I'm just telling you, like, you really don't. I, I know, I'm sure you've heard all these stories at this point in your career, but like, that was such a that movie. Just seeing seeing goodness on screen, like, you have no idea what that did, dude. Uh, so thank you because that that truly was I'm, I'm, something that that helped me out. So yeah, man, it's it's kind of this crazy kismet thing meeting you because I'm like, yeah, that that was a. Huge moment in my you're, in my you're, life. Well so thank I you. I mean,
2: I'm so happy that that the the film was there to help support you in that time. And I think that's one of the amazing things that art gives us is is sometimes we need a, an escape. Sometimes we need to hear that somebody else has the story that we have had. And sometimes it's just a hero. Yeah man. You know, we all need that sometimes. So I, you know, that's very powerful and Thanks for sharing.
0: <laughs> oh, hey! What was hey. it like meeting me, Nick? It was, uh, <laughs> it was disturbing,
3: you know, because I, I met you and I knew that you would hurt me in some way. You would probably, yeah, you know, Brandon. We have this thing on the show. Alex uh, is obsessed with my wife, and uh, and really has done everything he can to well, destroy a my two way street. Man. No, no, no. Let's be real. <laughs> you know what I mean? Let's be real. <laughs> it's really. You know he shows up my wife now lives out by you guys so he shows up at my wife's yes, house it's very terrifying that i don't have <laughs> any access or understanding
0: <laughs> of what could happen from day to day um but yeah let's so let you, yeah, you 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 live ahead. in uh you live in la now but and this will get into our theme for today yes uh, you're I'm from, from norwalk iowa? iowa which is about five miles south of des moines
2: and uh you know that's one of the reasons when when Nick and the cast was in was in Des Moines that I wanted to treat them well, have a good experience in in my home state, uh, represent, and also just say you know how, how much it, Hamilton had influenced in such a positive way our lives and. Um, and they should know that and celebrate that. And also, it was just cool for us and for Leo to be able to experience that. We've never we've never done that for anybody else or any yeah. other cast. It was just this you know kind of unique moment in in time. And um, is it kind of a big
0: thing to roll through Des Moines? I've never been to Des Moines personally. Is it a big thing? No, I don't think it's a big thing to roll through Des Moines. No, I mean like for Des Moines, like like Hamilton coming through is that oh, kind of like a big event? Um, people flocking in from all around the state. Yeah,
2: I mean, I I think the show did very well. It was sold out the the whole time i i imagine um you know we don't get everything we don't have we don't have a a professional sports team of any kind in in des moines uh, of of the upper echelon um so you know some many ways we get overlooked um but thankfully for arts and things like that um i think our audiences show up and they respect and respond to it so thankfully we get things like hamilton
0: yeah
2: Cool, yeah, dude.
3: No, it's it was. And I will say, truly, Des Moines, you know, and like I, I say this, it's so funny because like at, at a certain point, all the towns you go to blur together just because you've seen so many. But Des Moines absolutely stands out. We 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 it was it was like one of those towns that was like, oh, man, OK, Des Moines, we're going to go to Des Moines. Cool, cool, cool. How long are we spending there? Oh, like a month. OK, cool, 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 cool. All right. Let's figure that out. Um, but then we go there and it's actually like one of the most fun towns that we that we go to. Um, and like, we had a blast and that was also like our first summer as a cast. So like we were already like partying and then, and then this great town shows up and it was just great. Yeah. but Yeah, man. So, okay. So talk to us a little bit about that. So you're coming from, you're coming from Norwalk, go to university of Iowa. And then when, how does, how do you, let me, let me, I guess this is really the the most important question. How do you end up in the Christina Aguilera video? (laughs) That's what I want to know yeah let's let's kind of connect those dots i mean it is
2: the pinnacle in many ways of of my career um just downhill from there well you know know, i was going uh, this was i think this is the first year first couple months i was out in los angeles and it was a through casting i think through my modeling agency or my commercial agency cattle call you know went to i think it was a castaway studios which is on used to be on beverly uh boulevard or in los angeles and um it was just you know i don't even know what we were supposed to do dance or just act cool which i can do neither of but somehow i was hired um because i looked like i could do it still and uh and then, you know, uh, that was it. And I was excited. And I didn't even know who 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 Christina Aguilera was at the time, although I'd heard the Genie in the Bottle song a little bit. So I was like, oh, I I've heard it. the song on the radio. That's who she is. Um, and then I showed up with a whole bunch of other, you know, 20-something guys and some um, very talented dancers, uh, the women. And they danced. And we sat on the couch like we
3: were cool. And um, that was a couple days, (laughs) couple days of work. Brilliant. Brilliant. Was it, Uh, was it like, I I mean, this is kind of your first taste of being on this large of a, I mean, I'm assuming what was a large production. I mean, it's what a girl wants. So. It's, you know, was this, I mean, was it jarring? Was it just kind of like, okay, no, this is this is chill. You know, I mean, like what what was the It wasn't the transition? first set I'd been on, but it was the
2: first music video and I think it was the kind of flashiest gotcha. uh so it was it was pretty I I I was a little starstruck in and even though she had just come on the scene to be in the video. So it was I was pretty uh excited about it just talking to all the other the other young people about their experiences and and most of them were had done other music videos or complaining about the hours because you don't get it's a they're long like 16 18 hour days and you know you don't get treated uh you know like you do um with other productions sometimes
0: and you just listen to the song play over yeah over yeah
2: (laughs) and try to act like i i know how to dance or maybe (laughs) i thought i did know how to dance then but uh, or at least move with rhythm. I can move with rhythm. That's that's what I've got.
3: Listen, that's that's what we've all got. So
0: now it's a funny thing that I can just go, look, there's my elbow, there's just half of my face, there's my shirt. <laughs> so <laughs> was was this like had you like come from Iowa like te- move to LA seeking, you know, whatever or like w- what were the circumstances that even brought you here? So uh
2: yeah, long story short, I was going to the University of Iowa as an English major. Loved the college experience and wanted to continue that. Then uh, through uh, just kind of not a fluke, but a couple things happened during spring break of my freshman year. And I looked into a local modeling talent agency in Des Moines. They said, hey, there's, we think you got to look. There's this thing in New York called IMTA. It's a, basically a big cattle call uh where you do like runway and you do monologues and these little things and and uh agents and managers go and you could get representation so i ended up doing that my parents didn't have the money but they you know put it on their credit cards and sent me out there because my parents are both musicians my mom's a singer hmm. my dad's a, a drummer and they met playing jazz in the Des Moines big band back in the late 70s. Ooh. So the performance was in a family and my sister's a singer-songwriter. And Anyway, I, I did it. I thought, this is a door that's open. Why not give this a shot? Went out there, had success, met my first manager and, and uh, got a modeling agent. And um, my, the manager said, hey, why don't you come out to LA for three months and give it a shot? Which was a really challenging decision for me because I, I wanted to, um, uh, I was very excited about school and going back to school. Uh, but I decided to do it, came out, moved out to Downey, California, which is about 40 minutes outside of L.A., and uh, lived with my great-aunt and uncle for about six months. And it was in that process, or in that time period, that the music video happened, and then my first job, which was uh, a small part on a sitcom, Five five Lines. And then I was hooked, basically, after I did that sitcom, because of the live studio audience, and uh, uh, that had me hooked, and I, and I thought, I'm going to stay. Give us a shot, for real.
0: Yeah, because you... I- you said you like you'd never even really considered doing it before you know so to like it's, it's a big transition to think like oh like i'm an english major and i'm studying to do this and i'm having fun in school to being like on a sound stage you know with an audience and on tv like that that's a pretty dramatic shift and it only went up from there yeah i mean i i i'm very was very naive
2: at the time and that's what allowed me to (laughs) to have the audacity to think that i had a chance at this um and to not be too afraid i guess uh of failure yeah um i have fear in other places but that for some reason i was like oh this makes sense i could do this sure and and it was because of that uh, naivete and and ignorance i guess um that helped me begin my first time on a sound stage i'm i remember being back at the craft service going wow i'm just like back here talking to the cast. Wow, this is cool. <laughs> and I was probably like doing that thing that a lot of um, green actors do. And the first time I set, it was talking too much, insinuating yourself too much with the main cast. Um, because literally right. I had, I said five words,
0: um, you know, Aww. in this thing. Oh, I'm sure that it. Yeah, it's like that show yeah. Extras. Mm-hmm. Did you ever watch that? <laughs> Very much.
3: But it's but it's but it's, it's yeah, also but it's also this great thing because you know it, you know I, I I love the audacity because like so you know I'm teaching right now. I'm teaching at NYU, and that's half of what I'm telling my students is just like so much of this is just the the confidence to just step out there and try it. Do you know what I mean? And and yeah. and see what happens, and see what happens if you talk to the to the principal cast members, and see what happens. You know what I mean, like because there's mm-hmm. no, there's truly no rules to this thing. That I think is the thing that I always find is like, no matter what you studied in school, no matter what you did, no matter how good your technique is or whatever you think you are, at the end of the day, like it's it's such a crapshoot anyway that you might as well just be yourself and just like see what happens. You know, and that's what it sounds like. Yeah, with this. I mean, I
2: there are no there are rules, but a lot of the time following the rules doesn't make you stand out and, and doesn't, you don't always have to follow the rules in life. If you're not hurting anybody, <laughs> you know, sometimes that's why rules are, yeah. are meant to be, yeah. to be broken or changed. Um, you know, I, you have to obviously, obviously have some kind of, uh, level of, a. Uh, social uh, emotional intelligence to know if you're over talking or over sharing or asking questions or bugging somebody which I I don't think I had at the time yep but I was also I don't know I, I did okay I didn't get kicked off the set and I don't think I was too much but I was probably more than I than they were expecting
0: yeah but I mean that's it's an experience you remember and like i'm I'm sure unless you're being really bad that you know they appreciate someone who's excited yeah. to be there who wants to be there who's you know not just going through the motions no.
3: and, and, and again <laughs> clearly it, it worked out pretty, pretty damn well alright ladies and gentlemen we're going to take a quick advertisement break to, to pay for things but when we come back we will Everybody. have some money 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 movie money. choices for you we will be right back
0: it is Ryan here and I have a question for you what do you do when you win
3: All right. And we're back from whatever advertisement just paid our bills. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think, I think, you know, Brandon, when I look at your career, I look at your life. I, th- I think I want to just go ahead and say this. I think you've done okay. I think you've kind of achieved some things. Uh, you know, I, and what do I know? I'm just a More guy. or less.
2: Yeah, no, I mean, uh, uh, career wise, uh, uh, there's definitely been great success and, and looking back at all the experiences you have in life. You know, I think it's even the downs, um, are important experiences to have. That's the, the life of anybody I think is is about your successes and your failures. And, and when you have a failure, it, it is understanding why it might've happened, why it needed to happen so that you could learn something and, and then you can move forward in a, in, in create a different path the next time you're presented. You know, these, these things kept happening to me in my life and uh, these, some negative things would keep happening. I go, why does this keep happening? I realized that or somebody wiser than I had brought up the idea that they keep yeah. ha- happening because you have to, it's an opportunity to deal with it in a different way. And until you do, it's going to keep coming up. Mm. It's going to keep manifesting um, for
0: you in this way what's it been like uh now you know you're married and you have you have a son that you're spending a lot of time with like what how does how does that compare how how is how did your experience with career ups and downs shape coming into being a dad and living the life you're living now
2: that's a good question i have to think about um rather than just give a Trite answer. Um, (laughs) Sorry, we get deep on this show. Yeah.
3: (laughs) We try, we try.
2: You know, I I think that if we're going to parallel acting and parenting, it's about listening. Those are both valuable aspects of being successful at both of those things. And when I say listening, it's, it's listening to your child, also listening to your partner and listening to yourself. You know, so there's that that also lines up with, self-awareness because you have to and the study of humanity and the study of people Mm. because in order to be a successful actor I think it's important to understand that you're doing a study of people (laughs) how does this person interact in the situation so I have to first know how I might react to the situation and then once I have a basis of understanding how I react to the situation I can use that to help create with building of a character but it also goes to uh, when you're parenting listening and understanding why you why you react in a certain way to a child yelling or being frustrated or not following the rules that you put forth Mm -hmm. and be aware of what comes up what is your response are you responding with love and compassion or are you responding out of some stored response that A parent showed you that has become Mm. that you that you're just mimicking without even knowing that you're doing it so you know I've learned a lot and I I wish I could go back and and change some some ways that I have responded to things earlier in my parenting career but you 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 I've learned from many of those and go you know what I don't have to I don't have to do it the same way or I don't have to yeah. respond to, yeah. I, I can make my own choice. And it's important to realize that I have a choice in how I react to this situation. To stop mm. some of the patterns of, you know, my, I had lovely parents and, and they're wonderful people. But uh, we all make mistakes along the way. Yeah. And then as you become a parent, it's your opportunity to look at that again and say, hey, do I want to pass this down? Or do I want to change change it for the better? Yeah, well, it also- Has it
0: shaped? Oh, sorry. Go no no go no go,
3: no, no. Alex, please, please you.
0: Can. <laughs> uh, I was. gonna has, has it shaped your approach to your career? Because your wife is also an actress, mm-hmm. so you, you guys kind of have similar uh, career trajectories. Ha- has have things altered in the last few years?
2: Well, I think we've become more open to where we work. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. and and your idea about what you need in a career and where you want to be shifts. With a with a child, because what right. becomes the focus is family, and where career used to be like the thing, the driving force, it becomes a little bit less important in some ways. Because what's important is uh, providing providing finances and a house and a roof and food right. and stability and safety, um, and so you know, you kind of, those, those things shift a little bit and say, you know what, where can we as a family go and be safe and stable and have a more of a normal life? You know, when we were in, when I first started working in Vancouver on Legends of Tomorrow, it was challenging because I was having to fly back and forth every weekend. Um, and only seeing Leo, you know, and Courtney for 36 to 48 hours, or maybe even 24 hours a week. Um, and it was exhausting. Um, but but I had to do it. And then when Courtney started working on Supernatural, I saw them more often. And then Courtney started working on Legends and became a serious regular. And then we were doing great. And Leo was going to school up there. Um, and we were all in the same place. And whereas Vancouver was, it's a lovely city, but it wasn't where I wanted to be. It was like, oh, this is, this is great. It's a great family place and we're working. And then when everything happened last year with finishing our time on legends we were eager to get back to los angeles and restart things there and we got back to los angeles and then a pandemic hit and (laughs) social
0: yeah
2: the universe was like you want more time with your kids yeah just social (laughs) and and the unraveling of civilization and all these things and we're like you know what Uh, (laughs) canada's Let's go. Maybe we should go back to Vancouver. Yeah, like, it was pretty
3: great up do, do there. We, oh yeah, yeah, man. No, it's 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 crazy, <laughs> you know, the the curveballs yeah. that we've all been thrown and that and and but but I think I think what I'm hearing is just even before the pandemic just just the ability to adapt and the ability to forgive and the ability to be aware and and keep growing, I think is is the what ability I'm to away. adapt
2: and to let go and to take responsibility. We're talking a lot about movies, aren't we? I mean, yeah. Um, yeah so, but so. you know, I These are things that, these are life skills that everyone needs and we're all, whether we know it or not, we're hopefully learning them. And when you become more aware of your, everyone's need to, to, to learn things, um, it becomes easier and, and less painful. You know, I resisted changing for a very long time. I might've been successful with some of my projects, but I was also very stubborn And ignorant to a lot of my flaws and, uh, and things that I needed to do and, and take responsibility for, and the way I showed up for, for my family and for myself. And, you know, Mm. it's a continual, it's a continual change. Uh, The people say, you know, the phrase, Mm. the older you get, the, the less you think, you know, and, and that is so true. And I, I think letting go of what you think you know is important. That's cliche. But, you know, when I when I was younger, I was more judgmental of my of, of people. And so I was also judgmental of characters. So I mm. had an inability to play wow. certain characters because I blocked them out. I was like, why would anybody do this? I can't. Interesting. <laughs> or why wouldn't it be that stupid or be that mean to do those things? <laughs> and then I realized through work yeah. and meeting people and being alive and and also discussions with Courtney that you you know there's a reason why everyone is the way they are there's a reason why our president is the person that he is right now he didn't just he wasn't born a terrible human being there were all kinds of these incidents yeah. and events in his life lack of love a trauma oppression in his own way that has created this version of him yeah uh, i don't know i'm rambling but but that's that's how you can you have no, to no, no. Ex, uh, be more ac- accepting of of the story of a person in order to i guess step into their shoes as an actor and that also helps as as life to accept people in well, life <laughs> who are different from you
0: do you see it as as like a sympathy you need to have like do you need to is it feeling where they're coming from and and putting yourself in that position or is it just Kind of basic understanding. I, I think we have to have. I think the key to
2: helping all of this is empathy um, yep, and compassion. Yep. Because look, I can I can think of, I can picture, I can put myself in young Donald Trump's shoes as a child. Uh, although I don't know his experiences, but I've seen enough movies and heard yeah. stories enough to know that pretty easy to imagine. If you if, if you don't water a plant, what's going to happen to it? if you don't yep. give love to somebody how can they know love so yep, yep. i don't excuse what he's doing um but i understand and i and i yeah. and so that's the th- also people get into a place where they like I have love for everybody i have i have love for humanity but i don't excuse and i don't tolerate you hurting and oppressing another human being so i won't just yeah. because i l- might have love for you doesn't mean you get to walk all over me and do whatever you want right yeah. I, the human yeah. experience is is me saying no that's not what i want and i don't think that is loving and kind and compassionate yeah.
0: so no and no you don't the, get the correlation the correlations between what's going on b- between the the government and the people right now is, is so akin to an abusive relationship oh, so much, it's not like the, the, the correlation is exact. <laughs> No, it's, it's, it's ridiculous.
3: And, and, but I, th- and I think it is a great, you know, because look at the end of the day with everything going on and, and we are a movie podcast and we will talk about movies, ladies and gentlemen, I promise you, we will. The movies are coming. The movies are coming. They are coming, but this is important. Five stuff. hour I think- podcast. <laughs> in the last half hour, we talk about movies. At some point we get there at some point, but no, it's, it's, I think, I think what I love and this is, you know, I think it's, it's no coincidence that you find yourself in a lot of superhero stories because when I think of, you know, empathy, I think of um, my the thing that comes into my mind always is killing joke, and it's that idea of one bad day, right? One bad day separates Batman from Joker. That's that's all it mm. took was one bad mm. day, and and I think about I th- I do think about a Donald Trump, and I I again I no I do not excuse him, and I do not excuse anybody who is enacting any sort of pain on the on the global or individual community or, or anything, you know, individual community is not a, not a good phrase, but, uh, but I, I don't excuse any of that, but I do understand that this did not come to be you. You are born into the world with choice and with, with openness mm-hmm. and, and the things that happen to you and how you take responsibility for those things, um, really matters. Yes. And, and again, I, I just want to say that's what I'm hearing, uh, as you describe your role as a father and as a, and as a responsible actor. Right. Is is the idea that, you know, yeah, you you take responsibility at some point. At some point, I think it was James Baldwin who said people pay for what they do and they pay for it quite simply by by who they become, by who they allow themselves to become. Yeah. And and that is very much what the responsibility is of an actor, of an artist, of a person to look at themselves and continually, especially when you're in a marriage um, reevaluate and, and grow. And, uh, I I think that that's just really beautiful that you're doing that. And, um, not to, not to take us off this, this beautiful thing, but there is one topic that I I do want to get to before we dive into the theme. We haven't even talked about the theme in the movies. We haven't
0: talked about the theme.
3: We haven't (laughs) talked about anything. We're just talking. No, but it's great. It's great. No, no. But, but I do want to, you know, obviously, uh, as I said, uh, you know your your work has meant so much to so many, and there's one person who definitely your work has meant a lot to. Um, and we had we 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 this, this person was kind enough to record a message for you, and and we're not going to say that we didn't pay for this message, but we did, n- maybe not, but we did. But uh, let's see if you can hear this. I don't know if you'll be able okay. to hear it, but here we go. Let's see.
1: Greetings and salutations, Brandon Routh, <laughs> one of my favorite actors. You know. <laughs> It may be because you bear a striking, and by striking, I mean very arousing, resemblance to my lover, Bobby Long. Um, Bobby is should be around here somewhere. I think he's out back. He's, he's helping our new pool boy get acquainted. I should go check on
3: out.: No, I'm not going to take up the entire time with that <laughs> message. I will send it to you because it's quite brilliant, and you need to see his face as he does it. Um, but, but, but he... <laughs> <laughs> he didn't want to say.
1: Oh, my dear Brandon St. Randy. You were both making love to George Hamilton. <laughs> oh, my God.
0: We literally, and of so, course, the the, pro, the proceeds of that are going to charity. We thought it was a, a good opportunity to, <laughs> to give back. Yeah, because we saw to so give back, <laughs> to give back to the
3: community. We saw that that Justin Long was on because because uh-huh. I'm on cameo and and he was doing a charity thing for cameo. I was like, you know what, that actually might be hilarious.
1: His only weakness. Well, I don't want to. I shouldn't say it on film um, because I think I could get arrested for it, and I think they're illegal in this country.
2: No, um, so I, we hope you I, don't I think mind. it's fantastic. Uh, and I know little. that he's done many other videos <laughs> uh, for people as Brandon St. Randy. Um, but for me specifically, I'm, I'm honored. And um, <laughs> it's funny, uh, you know, Justin's, he's hilarious and amazing. Um, and uh, we, we, you know, we only worked on that movie for, did we only shoot one day? It was one or two days. It was very short uh, in Pittsburgh, great time uh, working with Kevin Smith and everyone um but we kind of like you know you become family sometimes even just a short amount of time and we don't we don't haven't talked a lot over the years but it's like we have that connection through those characters because it it made such a positive impact on people like people just it it we struck a chord with people with those characters and largely because of him again Uh, A lot of the time, it's knowing when somebody is on it and doing the thing. And you just sit back and kind of react rather than trying to take focus. And that's what I did with Justin. You know, he he made that character and I just, you know, was along for the ride.
3: It truly, if you haven't seen Zack and Mary make a porno, which is a hilarious movie in its own right, that scene is stunningly hysterical. Um I I literally like I was watching it a couple nights ago and I was like yeah this is this is gold. You know I it, I mean and I know this is such a cliche question but like it, I, you know did you do you understand when you're when you're making when you're making that kind of a scene that that is going to be like such an iconic thing because I got like truly it is it 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 just kind of carved its its notch into people's memories as just one of the funniest scenes of that year. It was hysterical. I mean, I you know, I, I don't – I
2: you don't always know what it's going to be when the audience sees it. Uh, I just know that filming it was an amazing experience. And we did – you know, Kevin gave us the dialogue. He They had the script. Um, and they had some, like, alternate choices for lines. But just a few. And he said, I'm just going to – you know, you guys do your thing. I'm just going to let it roll. And mm-hmm. we did – like three or four 10 minute takes of just like back and forth and improv. And, uh, you know, we were making busting up, you know, Elizabeth and, and Seth and our, in each other and Kevin behind the monitors in the crew. So, you know, uh, it felt like there was some kind of gold there. Um, but did I know that it was going to be, you know, as big as it was for for, for the audience? No, but I'm certainly happy that it happy that it's been that
3: <laughs> brilliant, brilliant, brilliant things. Um, all right, well, I think I mean, look, we've been talking for 46 minutes. We still talk about these movies. Oh wow! <laughs> so so you know what? Let's take let's take a break, and when we come back, uh, we will discuss uh, the theme of today's show because that's that's an important thing to do is talk about talk about theme let's, and, and let's film. do
0: that let's do that yeah stay tuned and join us on the next episode uh when we actually talk about the thing that we are here to talk about bye little Justin.